episode 89 with Dr. Deidre Avant, CEO of Professional Administrative Services, LLC. Welcome to the Success Stalker Show with Iona Fitzgerald. People all over the world are rewriting the rules to success. They are making money and changing the world. Join Iona each week as she interviews today's top entrepreneurs, business leaders, and entertainers that will leave you inspired to take action and achieve success on purpose. So if you're ready, here's your host of the Success Stalker Show, Iona Fitzgerald. Hey, hey, you guys, welcome back to another episode of Success Stalkers Podcast. Today, I have the privilege of introducing to you a successful woman and someone who I call a friend now, Dr. Deidre Avant. She is the CEO of Professional Administrative Services, LLC, which she originally started as a virtual assistant to help small business owners with administrative tasks for free. However, through the years, it has since grown into a successful company. And now her company is an independent contracting firm providing professional administrative, creative, and technical services to assist clients in their prospective areas of expertise. Professional administrative services such as bid preparation, travel arrangements, scheduling, answering services, presentations, human resource management, spreadsheets, timekeeping, and even billing. And just recently, Dr. Avant and I have had several opportunities to speak together on several clubhouse stages to talk on topics that can help high-performing entrepreneurs and individuals on their success path. She's a sharp, genuine, and savvy businesswoman who I cannot wait for you all to meet. So without any further ado, here's Dr. Deidre Avant. Welcome to Success Stalkers, Deidre. I'm so excited that you are here with us today. Thank you for accepting the invitation. Thank you for having me. I am so excited. Oh, you are so welcome. So welcome. I have been waiting for this interview to happen. So listen, Deidre, I'm not sure if you know this, but here on Success Stalkers podcast, we have a motto. And our motto is, until you have become successful, stalk those who already are. So can I stalk you today? Absolutely. (laughs) So, Deidre, tell us, where are you right now? Where do you reside? I reside in uh, Claymont, Delaware. Okay, in Delaware. Yes, I'm in Delaware as well. Did you always grow up in Delaware? I did not. I'm actually from the eastern shore of Maryland. It's a little town called Cambridge. It is actually where Harriet Tubman uh, started out, where she grew up. So we have a lot of historical things there. But that's okay. where I grew up, a little itty-bitty town. Wow, I didn't know that, Dee. I always thought you you grew up in uh, in Delaware. It's interesting, okay? Well, listen, we're going to dive deeper into this conversation today because I'm excited to learn about your success journey and all the amazing things that you've been doing, you know, because I know you, are, you, you have such incredible, you're an amazing person, first of all, and I know you have a lot of things going, so I'm excited that, that we're, you know, having this talk today. And so before we do, do you have like a success quote or something that really inspires you? or maybe has impacted you that you can share with us? Absolutely. When you undervalue what you do, the world will undervalue who you are. And that's by Oprah Winfrey. 
she's my absolute favorite person to stalk and <laughs> favorite quote from her. I love that. And so how has that impacted you? Like if you can unpack that a little bit. Honestly, when I first began my virtual assistant business, there was a, a lady that I worked for. And at that time I was working full time and I was just starting my business part time. Mm-hmm. So I was not sure about how to charge. So I gave her this real low hourly rate and she took it. And she said, one day, uh, let me meet you for lunch. And she sat down and she wrote out all the expenses of a business owner. And she said, what you're charging me is nowhere near what you need. Never undervalue yourself. Make sure you charge what you're worth because I don't think you understand the value of yourself. She said, now, had you charged me the rate that I actually wrote on this paper, I would have paid it. But since you charged me this lower rate, this is what I'm going to pay you. Wow. Now that's a lesson for you. No, that's a big lesson. <laughs> wow. So what did you listen? I'm saying that's a lesson, but I'm sure you learned a lot from that. <laughs> a whole lot. <laughs> oh my gosh. Thank you for sharing that. That is, that's the, yeah, that's, it's true. You know, people will, if you don't raise the, raise the price on yourself, people definitely won't do that. So exactly. Yeah, that is, that's super, super important. So listen, you know, I'm always intrigued about, you know, successful people and, you know, how they start their day. So what does your mornings look like, Dee? What what do you do each morning? In the morning when I wake up, one of the first things I say is thank you. I am always thanking God, first of all, that I woke up. And some people say it is cliche, but I actually am thankful that I woke up. The next thing I do is I meditate and I pray because that is what centers me. That's what keeps me balanced. And that's what gives me my direction for the day. After I do that, then I try to make sure I do some form of exercise, whether it's walk and or swim. And that helps me keep myself together as a person. And then I move on into what my to-do list is. You and I have actually been on the same stage before on Clubhouse and we've talked about habits and, you know, things that we do on a daily basis to be successful and to set up our days. So, you know, I do know that you are a pretty, you know, structured person and, and uh, you know, stick to your calendar and stuff like that. So um, I know how important that is. That must be to you. Absolutely. If I, honestly, if I don't put it on there, I use the task list as well as the calendar the most, because if I don't put it there, the likelihood of me remembering to do it sometimes is not real strong. And I don't want to leave something out because I'm a woman of my word. So if I tell you I'm going to do something, I don't want to not do it. Right, right. Absolutely. And and I can definitely say you are. You are definitely that. I, I agree with you 100%. And so, do you know, my, my goal is to always bring on incredible guests and people, you know, who are making a difference in the world and you know, out there impacting people and others and just creating success for themselves. And, you know, I know that you're certainly doing that. And I, I can't wait to, to dive into what you do as far as like in business. And, you know, here at Success Talkers, we're all about, you know, the journey, the journey of our guests. And so talking about successes and failures that happen along the way, you know, in that journey. So if we can't talk about that for just a couple of minutes. Can you, ta- can you tell us a little bit about your background and, you know, how you got your company started? So my publicist calls me a serial entrepreneur. (laughs) Very first business that I opened, which I still do today, is professional administrative services. We started out as a VA, which is a virtual assistant business. I started that 
1999. And I still do it today, but there's an added piece to it, which we'll talk about later. We mostly assist small business owners with administrative tasks. And that's what we mainly focus on. That's that one man, two person office. Their primary focus is what they do, whether it's construction, auto mechanic, whatever it is. And we take care of the administrative things like reading emails, making sure we fill out bid proposals, helping them with staffing issues, whatever that may be for them. That's what we do. And we pick it up for them on a part-time basis until they can afford to hire someone in their office full-time. I know that, you know, sometimes when we talk about, you know, success, you know, on our success journey, you know, a lot of, a lot of times I'll ask my guests, you know, was there ever a time, you know, on your path, which I'm sure, you know, there was, um, you know, the, the line for success is not straight, right? We all know that it's, you know, success has a lot of winding roads. Has there ever been a time, you know, on your, your, your journey that you can say that you maybe had, maybe, I don't want, I don't like to say a rock bottom moment, but, you know, experience a, a failure and how did you get, how did you come back up from that, from that failure? So I'm going to switch out of professional administrative services has been ongoing and the value of it and the, um, the, what I've been able to contribute to the business owners has been good and it's been ongoing. I branched off and opened something called Daughters of Zion, which was where we house young ladies who exit foster care with dependent children. I picked that up early 2000, somewhere around 2005 or so. Opened up a house, began to house people. Unfortunately, somewhere in there, the housing market crashed and things did not go well. So that was where if I experienced a heavy failure, it was there because I could not continue the house with the way things were going. So I had to replace the girls and we have not had it back since. Now I am in the midst of trying to bring that back, but that was very frustrating for me because the whole purpose of the house is to bring them out of homelessness, not to have to return them back through a cycle. So what I learned from that was simply make sure whatever place that you get, you own it. That way, all for what the money comes in from the girls paying and, and whatever grant funds you can get that will cover any of the utilities and some of the salaries for the staff. So it's just a different mindset and a different setup that needs to happen to make that more successful. But that was a very low and frustrating moment for me. Yeah, I can imagine. And, um, how long ago was that? That was in the early 2000s, somewhere around 2005, 2006. I connected with a, a gentleman who owned a lot of rental properties. Mm -hmm. And thank goodness, he said, listen, take a, you know, take one of those houses and, and begin. He said, how else are you going to, he said, you got to get started. <laughs> and he said, once you get started, people will begin to, to give to you. And sure enough, people called me with grant opportunities. I got all kinds of phone calls from different places for girls needing a place to stay. Like once I had the location, it was, it was a go from that, from that point forward. So I know that it's a need for it. It's just, you know, for me to now get it back reestablished. Re Absolutely. That's definitely still a need for, you know, I think something like that is going to always, you know, there always be a need, you know, for it. And I, that's something that I would love an opportunity to, 
to invest in and you know to to assist if I could um, because I actually worked with a program in Louisiana that's very similar to that uh, several years ago where they you know had a, a house just like what you know what you're talking about and I'm not sure if you know uh, the person that got me involved um, if she owned it I think she did and so um, you're, you're absolutely right because you do you know you can control you know that a lot better and, I, and I'm pretty sure you probably still be operating it right now if that were the case but uh, you know, absolutely. yeah absolutely. So I, I know it's going to happen I know it'll, you'll be able to get it back going again and um, so we definitely would love to support support that awesome thank you so much well, let's segue real quick, Dee, and, and just kind of talk a little bit about personal growth because, you know, you and I know that it's super important, you know, to move ourselves forward in life and, and even in our business. And so how much time do you, would you say that you spend working on yourself or coaching yourself? I would say it's limited, but I would give myself probably about 15%. Whether it's a class to gain more knowledge around Microsoft Office products, whatever it is, an app, Toastmasters doing public speaking to improve my public speaking skills. I would give it about 15% because you have to. Things are ever-changing and you have to be able to keep up. Absolutely. Well, do you have a, a coach or a mentor right now that you're working with or somebody that's, you know, kind of like, you know, helping you in your industry? I do not. I do not. Okay. Because I find that sometimes, you know, like I know for me, uh, when I first started my business, I didn't have, you know, a mentor or a coach or anybody guiding me, but I'm sure you've had, you know, people along that path that have, you know, given you, you know, advice or, you know, some sort of guidance. How important do you think that it is, you know, for entrepreneurs to actually have someone to like help them stay accountable to themselves or just to coach them, you know, you know, in their business? How important do you think that is? I think it's extremely important. What I will say is, even though I don't have a formal coach, some of the people that I work for, they're so far out there. Mm -hmm. And it kind of pulls me along because they send me to get trained, to learn how to do this, to do that, to assist them further in their business. But it helps me to stay abreast of what needs, you know, what's going on right now. Even though it's not formal, it is... I'm being drawn or or pulled in because of how they are growing. Right, right. So essentially, even though you don't have per se a coach, you're still saying that you still are being trained and developed and, you know, and still being able to just kind of sharpen your skills, you know, yeah. so that's, that's super, super important. Well, still staying on the topic of personal growth and development, but so who do you, who do you feel right now that you need to become in order to reach your next goal? What I need to become is someone. Or who do you need to be? Who or what you know you need to become? I need to be able to step back some and really develop strong teams around some of the things that I do, so that it's not so much me hands on, but now kind of managing the work. And it's difficult when you are a person who is a doer, you you do the work. It can be difficult to step back and do that. But in order for you to expand and grow, you have to be able to relinquish some things. And so that's that's where I need to go now. Wow, you are preaching to the choir, girl. 
<laughs> and that's, you know, I'm so glad we're on this topic now because, you know, I think that if we as solo entrepreneurs, you know, uh, I am actually, you know, now finally beginning to delegate and to now start to leverage my, my myself and build a team. And that's something that I'm really focused heavily on this year, you know, putting together a team, not only for this podcast, but also for my coaching business. So it's super important. I'm learning because I have just, you know, been in situations where I've worn myself out because, you know, sometimes we think that, okay, you know, I can do it all by myself and I don't need any help or we feel that nobody can do it like us. So we just, you know, go ahead and do it. We feel like we can do it quicker instead of just, you know, offloading that and helping teaching someone else or training somebody else to help us. And, you know, I believe that, you know, you're probably at a point where you probably are ready to scale, you know, your business and, you know, you can actually grow a lot faster and grow bigger, um, you know, when you do put together a team. So I think that's super important that you even at that, that place right now, because a lot of people sometimes never get to that point. So exactly. (laughs) And you stay worn out. You don't have the ability to really stretch and take on more if you don't do it. That's true. So, so true. My goodness. Yeah, we could stay on that topic for a long time. I'm even at the point, D, where I'm like, I told my husband, I'm like, you know, not only do I want to build a team, you know, to support me in my business, but I want to build a a team in my life. Like, you know, just even support our, our marriage, whether it's, you know, um, the household, right? I'm like, cause I, I love, I'm gonna say this, when the pandemic started last year, you know, the one of the best things I think I ever did was you start using Instacart, ordering our, go- our groceries. I just don't like to go grocery shopping. And I used to do it all, I, I don't like shopping, period. I'm gonna be honest with you. And I know that's weird. Cause a lot of people say, well, you don't like to go shopping. I just don't like to shop. I really just order it, get it. I just, I don't know. I just don't, I just don't. So that's I'm at, <laughs> but I'm, at, I'm at the point I'm like I don't want to do dishes I don't want well I, I'll still do dishes but I don't want to do laundry all the time and clean the house like I want to focus you know in my genius zone and on the things that I know that's gonna you know like move me forward in my business and when I'm at home doing all kinds of domesticated stuff it you know I'm more I'm wearing myself out and I don't have the energy that I need to work on my business so I'm like okay we got to start delegating some of this stuff because uh (laughs) I'm I'm all about building a team all to support my entire life now and not just my business so you have to I've talked to some of my friends about that you know they've they've brought on people to come and help clean because it's just not enough hours in the day and we're getting older not younger it's not and I well, think our energy level is not there it's just not I'm be honest I'm gonna be 50 this year so I'm like listen this started for me probably at least five years ago I'm like I'm just tired I need a nap <laughs> always need a nap but I you know I used to feel guilty I don't know if you, you, but I, I think in my time growing up, you know, my mom, she did everything. She didn't, it was like unheard of to have somebody come clean your house. You know what I mean? Or um, especially in our, you know, in our community, you know, mm-hmm. we typically were the ones cleaning somebody else's house. Right. Exactly. So for me to say that I used to feel like, oh, I feel guilty by saying, you know, I, I can't clean my house. Like, what are people going to think about me? But I don't think I don't worry about that anymore. At all. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> Not at all. So are there any new projects or any new things that you're that you're currently working on that's really exciting you right now? Now this is part of that whole serial entrepreneur thing. <laughs> Early, let's see, late 2000s, I published my first book. And then I became a part of part of an anthology with 33 other women. Okay. 
in the beginning of the pandemic, I, per I published my third book, which is The Enemy Within. I, it dawned on me, you know, to, I've always had a heart for authors. I've held author workshops, even at our church multiple times. I've helped authors just talk to them, you know, figure out what's going on, try to help them find connections to get done what they need to get done. So I said, why wouldn't I begin to help people to actually publish their books? Mm -hmm. So I gathered a team and that team is in place right now. I have an admin that does intake. Uh, I have a project manager who will watch over any projects that we take in. I have graphic designers, web designers, an editor. And so there's a team built around what needs to happen to get a book published. And we actually did our first intake with our first possible client on Saturday. And I was sitting at a graduation, the young lady who's handling the intake, she was already set to go and she went ahead and did it. And now the team is gathering information to provide a quote back. So Ature, which is author in Italian, that is the name of the publishing company. And we will begin to assist people with publishing their books. I am super excited begin because I have that strong passion for authors. So I am so looking forward to helping people make their work um, a published work and to get them to a place where it is reasonably priced, but also working with a great group of people to where it's not all that drama and the traumatic experiences that people have had in the past. Wow. So listen, I, I actually have chills right now because D, this is amazing. Like I, I, I didn't see this coming. <laughs> this is awesome. I actually started writing because I want to write a book. Mm -hmm. So you're going to have a second person <laughs> to do <Okay>. intake. <laughs> Excellent. This is, this is amazing. I am so happy for you. Congratulations. Uh, you. I think that's awesome. And you're right. So many people. And I think that's probably one of the reasons why it's taken me this long to really mm -hmm. like want to get started writing a book because of all the things that I've, I've heard about, you know, how to go about it and what you have to do, what it takes. So to have somebody to walk you through the entire process, you know, mm -hmm. this way, that that is just phenomenal. And I know that it's going to excel and I'm looking forward to seeing, you know, how it all comes together for you. That's, and, and tell me the name again. You said it's Italian. It's, how do you say it? It's Otore. Otore. I love that. That is awesome. That is awesome. So I want to make sure that, you know, at the end, you know, when we uh, add everything to the show notes page on our site, that I make sure that I get all the information, you know, about, you know, how people can connect with you and find out more information on how they can, you know, get started because there are so many people out there right now that have, you know, things inside of them that they need to, that they want to share. And, um, you know, I, I don't know if you ever heard of Guy Kawasaki, uh, but he is, uh, he, he, he's actually a real famous um, thought leader out there in, in the industry. And he said something last year, I heard him on an interview and he was talking about people who want to write books, who want to become authors. And he said, you should never uh, write a book just to make money or write a book to, you know, just because you want to become famous. But he said, you should write a book when you have something to say. Absolutely. And I, that never left me. And, you know, so I think I, I was like, okay, I think that's probably why I never really like, 
you know, became so passionate about getting it done. But now I feel like I have something I want to say. Mm-hmm. So, so I started writing. I mean, I have no clue on how to even write a book, but I just started kind of journaling and putting my thoughts down. So, so yeah, I, I will be reaching out to you. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. Awesome. That's so great. So exciting. So, so right here, we're, we're just about done, but I want to, this is something that I like to call our success round. So it's a series of questions. We'll go kind of fast real quick. And and uh, so the first question is, so what was it that held you back from becoming an entrepreneur before you started? Honestly, my mom's family, they are workers, which is a good thing. Mm-hmm. But their drive and push is to go to college, get that job, stay in that job, you know, until you retire, get your pension. It was really never a focus on being an entrepreneur. It was, I guess, a scary thought because it would seem unstable. But yet and still my father's side is full of entrepreneurs. So I got the blend of the two. And my holdup became sometimes the, you know, how is that really going to work? And you have financial responsibilities. So that that was my original holdup. Yeah, that, you know, that was something that kind of helped me back to in the beginning. Because uh, a lot of times our family will they care about us right so they don't want to see us get hurt or they don't want to see us go down a path that they you know and then most times it's because they wouldn't probably take that path and so they're you know afraid that you're not going to be successful or you know lose out on a good job and all those things but um I'm so glad that you kept going Mm -hmm. so the so what is your definition of success I know many people have different you know variations of success but I always you know say that you know success is not there's no cookie cutter for it, right? Everybody has their own measuring stick and their own reason for being wanting to be successful. So what's yours? What's your definition? Honestly, I just feel like success is when you do something that you love so much that it does not seem like work. You literally get up excited about that thing every day. You got new ideas, new things to go. And to me, that is success. Can you imagine getting up to do the very thing that you love the most every day? I feel like I'm living that because I am excited every single day to get up and work my business. And I have been working for myself for 13 years now, and it has not been easy, but I love it. I actually love it. I don't need anybody to motivate me. I get up and I do it. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> so what is the best business advice you've ever received and who gave it to you? Going back to the young lady who talked to me about pricing. Be okay. One says that you're too expensive for them. If it doesn't fit their budget, it's fine. But don't stand down or come down just because that's what it is. You need to be able to be okay with what you set your value at and stick with it. And you know, you're speaking my language right now, right? Because <laughs> this is what I teach. This is what I do with, you know, my clients, helping them to create, you know, premium offers and pr- premium, you know, packages so that they can, you know, be able to get, you know, a premium rate for what they do. And so you're right, like never discount yourself. That is, that is so important. Thank you. So is there a personal habits or any personal habits that you have that has attributed to your success? The main thing is the calendaring, which keeps me on target, on task, on time. The other thing is I'm quick about making sure I deliver things. I try not to to dawdle. So my response rate is really, really high. And I find that when you do that, 
it gives people a comfort level. She's doing it. She's working on it. And, you know, before the day or the night is over with, I have it in my inbox. And so calendaring, making sure you scheduled everything, you test everything, but then also making sure that delivery is prompt. That's good. That's, that's key. And for those who are listening, I think that's probably, if you don't take away anything today, like, I think that's probably one of the, the most important keys for the day is, you know, doing what you say and then delivering it and being on time. And, and I'm sure sometimes, you know, snafus happen, right. But you just communicate that. And exactly. um, yeah, so that's, that's super important. Thank you so much. Do you are dropping some gold girl. <laughs> are there, and so are there any tools or apps that you use right now currently in your business that's helping you to grow your business? I use a free app called freed camp. It's a project management app. And I put the tasks, things on the calendar in there to monitor the different projects that I have going on to understand where I'm at, what's coming up, what needs to be done. And that that has been a blessing to me. Also, also Calendly. Yeah, Calendly. Yeah, it's hard to say it. (laughs) (laughs) When I need to schedule people, it gives me that opportunity to list, you know, make available what times are available. And then it gives people the opportunity to choose. And you don't have to do that back and forth email or back and forth text. They look at it. They choose the time. It goes on the calendar. It's done. Oh, yeah. Those two. Oh, my gosh. I love Calendly. Seven years I've been using that. I wouldn't I couldn't live without it (laughs) for my business and for, you know, booking clients and all kinds of stuff. I love it. And so are there any books, uh, Deidre, now that we're talking about books again, but uh, are there any books or a book that you could recommend to our listeners? Uh, off the top of my head, name I don't have, but anything on time management. Again, I know years ago, I did a class with Franklin Covey when they first came out. And yeah. so anything on time management and anything on leadership, you have to understand your leadership style and you have to understand how to lead different types of people. I actually did a podcast on how to manage difficult people. Mm-hmm. You have to be able to handle that because as you grow, and as we talked about expanding and building a team, you got to be able to manage those personalities. Yeah, that's, that's key. Yeah. So any books you can find on leadership, management, and then time management, I think is, is key. Good stuff. Good stuff. Well, I, I definitely would love to even probably have another conversation at another point, you know, down the road where we can bring you back just to talk about, you know, team building and leadership and how to, you know, and how to build a team and what you should be looking for and just how to, to grow that. So that's, that's really key. And so my last question of the day is I want you to imagine that you woke up tomorrow morning, let's say in a brand new world, identical to earth, but you knew no one. And let's say you still have all of the experience and the knowledge that you currently have. Let's say your food is taken care of, your shelter is taken care of, so you don't have to worry about food and shelter, but all you have is $500 and a laptop. What would you do within the next seven days to relaunch your business? Honestly, depending upon how things were set up externally, Mm -hmm. I would more than likely reach out to if they had a um, commerce, chamber of commerce to connect because that's where a lot of business owners are. Any type of governmental, whether it be small business development center, anything where there are business owners, that's where I want to be. 
because they are my primary targeted customers. And so I would connect with them online, try to figure out how I can um, join and, and then begin to really network because that's really what, what it would take. And if I could do that, that would be, ex I would be ecstatic and I didn't have to worry about anything else. Oh, I would do that all day. I know, right? <laughs> and you know, the reason why I asked this question, I, I love this because, you know, all my guests pretty much answered kind of like the same. But I like this question because a lot of brand new entrepreneurs listen to our podcast. And so I always like to give them insight on like, here's what you should be doing when you first launch your business or when you, you know, just getting started. Like you should be out there, you know, person to person, which I know now we, you know, still in COVID times, you know, and coming at the, we're at the end of that, thank the Lord. But, mm -hmm. you know, even prior to that, I would even, you know, share with entrepreneurs that, listen, you need to get in front of more people to let them know about what you're doing. You need to network. So this question to me gives a lot of insight, you know, on what someone should be working on right now, you know, whether it's doing research and, you know, market, market research and all those things. So it's, it's truly critical. Like joining the Chamber of Commerce is one of the things that I think a lot of entrepreneurs don't do. I don't know if you know that, but a lot of people, they just kind of, I don't know if they think it's just some high society that they probably shouldn't be involved in, but um, you know, it's it's really important because you can get some great business. And if that's your ideal client, I'm, and you know, obviously you know who your ideal market is. And so yes. that's, that's really, really key. And so uh, good stuff, good stuff. And our listeners are primarily entrepreneurs that just, as I just mentioned, and you know, those who are seeking personal growth, you know, is there any last piece of guidance that you could offer you know, to, to anyone listening. And, uh, and then after you do that, if you can let everybody know how they can find you and, uh, and then we'll be done. All right. What I would say is depending upon where you are, if you're just beginning, do your best to connect with someone who is already doing well in a business. It doesn't even have to be what you do, but pay attention to what they're doing, how they're doing it and allow it to help you grow because you'll see them they're way out ahead of you but it'll help you set goals and milestones for yourself to achieve that because their energy is already there they're in it full time they're doing it they're living it and that's where you want to be so that's who you want to follow also don't be afraid to take risks Weigh out what you need to do and what needs to happen, but take some risks because with as a business owner, you're a risk taker and those things are going to come up on a regular basis. So don't be afraid to take risks. And those are some of the biggest things. Sometimes that's what holds us back. We won't take the risk. And so make sure you do at least those two things. And I think that will help you propel yourself even further. Because of the serial entrepreneurness. <laughs> <laughs> professional administrative services my number is the same across everything which is 302-354-1997 for PAS the email address is d-e-e-a-v-a-n-t at professional admin a-d-m-i-n s-e-r-v dot com if you are an author and you want to reach us for the publishing company which is Atore we have a website, www.miotore, so it's M-I-O-A-U-T-O-R-E.com, and the email address is da at miotore.com. 
So those are the two ways that you can reach us. And also my apologies. We do have a web address for professional administrative services as well. It's www.professionaladminservv.com. Good stuff. And also, are they able to find you on social media? They are. Uh, both of those businesses have their own business uh, Facebook page. So if you search on professional administrative services and or Artore, you should be able to find it. And all of our contact information is there as well. Good stuff. Well, I'm going to make sure that we add all of those links um, and, you know, and you can send those to me as well. So when we add the show notes page, I can make sure everything's there so that they, because I'm pretty sure some people are going to want to reach out to you. Uh, so I want to make sure we have that. So thank you so much again, Deidre, for being on Success Talkers podcast today. I know that our listeners have gotten some great takeaways and I, I certainly, certainly have. And I can't wait to go back and listen to this again so that I can take my notes. Right. And so, uh, also, uh, if you, did you have anything else you want to say? I'm sorry. I did. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for the time. Uh, and thank you for what you do and what you provide to the business community. I'm grateful for your energy. I'm grateful for what you bring just to the, to the business world as a whole. So I'm always excited, you know, when I can, uh, step away and take time to support whether it's on clubhouse or you know whatever it is you're doing um, I like to be a part because I like to surround myself with people who are like-minded and you have a drive for success and so I admire you and I appreciate the time oh, thank you so much D. I really appreciate that I truly truly do thank you so much you are so welcome and you are welcome to come back to success talkers podcast anytime <laughs> And to all of our amazing listeners out there, thank you again for tuning in today. And as I always say at the end of every episode, stay hungry and keep stalking success. See you next week.